Hey everyone, welcome back to Mindful Reflections. I'm Scott, and today we're going to be talking about the good, bad, and ugly of psychology. So, I'm a visual person myself. I like to visualize stuff. So, I want to paint a picture in all of your heads because I'm going to refer to this a lot. So, psychology has a spectrum from one to ten. One is uh, you're very bad, you're not very motivated, and honestly, you're at rock bottom. Ten is self actualized, very happy, dopamine everywhere. Five, somewhere between, like average, honestly, like a lot of people. So there's your spectrum for you. Um, a lot of the field focuses on below that five. It focuses on trying to get people up back to that five. And honestly, I'm kind of disappointed with the field because it's good that we do that because if you're not at a five or whatever your five is, then we should try to get you back up to that five. But uh, if you look at the quote-unquote Bible of psychology, the DSM, it's objectively negative. Everything in that is it's not going to brighten your day. Uh, it's good that we have it as a tool. And has a good goal in mind. I'm not uh, dissing the DSM, but a lot of the field focuses on the negative. Uh, until recently, um, psychology came out in like the 1870s, 1880s. Uh, it took almost a century. Like in the 1950s, Abraham Maslow coined the term positive psychology. He saw the field as like, whoa, this is very negative. Let's try to focus on, let's flip the script and try to make this more positive. Let's get people to that five. And then go above that. I mean, look at his hierarchy of needs. You have to layer stuff up, and then you get to self-actualization. And what opened my eyes up was reading Martin Seligman's book, uh, Learned Optimism. For the longest time, and I'm sure a lot of you have this perspective too, uh, I didn't realize there was a lot of psychological stuff to get you past that five. I mean, there's self-help books, there's self-help stuff. But there's a lot of psychological stuff and practices that get you past the five and sustainably be above a five. I know for myself, I sustainably want to be at seven or eight. Uh, in my opinion, a nine's attainable every now and again. Uh, definitely more than tens. Tens are rare. Like they're uh, like once or twice a year, like relationship-wise, physically, emotionally, and psychologically, everything's just jiving for you. You're in a flow state. Everything's just kind of going your way. Nine is you're there, but not everything's going away. And just like right below that, that's where I want to be, seven or eight. Like I'm very content with my life. I have a lot of goals. I have a lot of ambitions. I have a lot of passions. Um, but yeah, the field itself focuses a lot on trying to get people back up to that five and says, oh, well, you're kind of on your merry way there. Uh, that's where self-help books kind of came into the picture. I kind of put the two and two together. I connected the two, the two dots right before this podcast came up with a script kind of. Uh, that's self-help books started kind of really emerge in the 1990s when positive psychology started to become more of a thing. Uh, cause we started to realize that the field's very negative. It focuses on getting people to five and then past that point, you're kind of on your own. You have to find stuff for yourself. Uh, what gets me past a five, a quote unquote five is honestly meditating journaling, which I mentioned, mentioned that in my first podcast, my introductory one. But meditating journaling has really helped for me. I'm sure there's more to it. I don't think there's really much more to it, but those are like the two pillars that really uh, uphold the Coliseum for for uh, positive psychology. Um, I'm currently reading The Happiness Advantage by Sean Anker. That's also a positive psychology book. I didn't realize it uh, going into it. It was going to be a positive psychology book, but it's very good. And essentially what I've gone out of that book so far is uh, happiness should become it, it should happen before success like you shouldn't have if this happens then I could be happy no it's like if this and 
X, Y, and Z, and I'm happy, then end result and happy. Um, that book's been awesome. It's really changed my perspective on happiness and uh, how it shouldn't be conditional. But I really hope moving forward that positive psychology be- can become more more of a thing, like more of a thing that people talk about. Like I mentioned, self-help books are kind of helping with that. But I mean, a lot of the people writing the books are just kind of based on experiences and past experiences and not really based on research. So I hope there's more research to come with that. Um, and I also briefly want to mention social social media. Uh, it, 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 social media companies heavily, heavily focus on below the five techniques below that on a scale of one to 10 below a five techniques, very dark techniques to keep you addicted. And, um, if I use social media the whole day, I tell you what, I will not be at seven or eight. There's no way, uh, just like how psychology should be used as a tool. Same thing with social media. It's good to keep up with people. It's good to see memories and there's a lot of positives that come with it, but they're employing a lot of dark stuff to keep you hooked. It's not, it's not for your mental health status at all in the slightest, if the product's free, then, then you're, if it's free, then you're the product. Uh, it's a classy saying, but it's very true when it comes to that. I mean, if you've watched the social dilemma documentary, which I've watched twice, interestingly enough, once in English, once in Spanish, cause I'm really trying to get to get Spanish, but, uh, it really opens your eyes up. Uh, it, it, it plays into the fact of my point that the field is very negative. Um, I mean, you look at the DSM, it's very negative. You look at social media, it's very negative. But there's also a brighter side to it, and it's not just all doom and gloom. So I hope you got something out of this. Uh, That's kind of the good, bad, and ugly of psychology. A lot of it focuses on the bad, but I'm very optimistic. And hopefully one day, I was thinking about this right before I started recording this, maybe there will be a DSM uh, for positive psychology because the DSM is inherently negative, but maybe there can be something that is backed by research and a lot of journals and whatnot that is leaning more positive. So I'm optimistic in that sense, but thanks for tuning in and I hope to catch you in the next one. See you later.